This is episode two, and we got all the players in in the house today. I got Pastor LaDon Thomas. How are you? I'm great. The one we were missing last week on the first episode, comedian Marco Polo. How are you? Yeah, I'm back, y'all. Okay, you sounded good there. Yeah, I had to shake it off. We talked about you bad, though. Did you? Yeah, we did. Well, I'm here to talk about y'all now. Okay, (laughs) that'll work. As always, we like to start out our podcast with a word, and we have Pastor LaDon Thomas to do so. Amen. Put me on the spot. Absolutely. So today, I just want to just encourage this word generosity without expectation and when you find that very rare in the body of christ but generosity without expectation is really key to me when you look at second kings the fourth chapter you see um, elijah visiting shudaman and he meets a widow meets a woman a shudamite woman and periodically as he keeps going back and forth the bible says that she deemed him to be a man of God and without expectations of anything, without praying to him or pleading to him on something on her behalf. She tells her husband, I deem him to be a man of God. Let me add a, a room to the roof. Mm-hmm. What's significant about that is she puts the room together and when she comes, when he comes, I'm sorry, when he comes to visit, it's a place for him to rest his head. He's so used to nobody doing that stuff to him for him that he sits and he asks his servant to call her near. And he said, what can I do for you? The woman of God says, nothing, I'm fine. He says, can I send a letter to the king? She says, no, I'm good. He says, can I send a letter to the commander of the army? She said, no, I'll dwell with my people. Elijah was so shocked because he had never had anybody just to do something for him with expecting nothing. And sometimes that's how we are. We always expect somebody to do something for us expecting something in it in return. And this lady shows us, listen, I'm just doing this from the genuineness of my heart that I love God so much that I just want to bless you for being a blessing to me. The servant says to Elijah, listen, it seems to me that she don't have a child. You've asked her everything. She's rich, she's settled, she's content, but she don't have a child and her husband is old. So Elijah says, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna bless you with a child. And she says, don't deceive me, man of God, because this ain't what I asked you for. I ain't asked you for a child. Mm -hmm. I just wanna be a blessing. And he said, because you wanna be a blessing, by this year, by next year's spring, you gonna have a child. Mm. Where she was bare, God says, I'm going to provide because you did this out of the genuineness of your heart. And that's all God wants. He wants you, he wants us to be without the purity of your heart, just being kind. That reserve. Because nowadays you don't see that. Uh, he just wants all. the purity of your heart. She says, I'm just doing this because I understand who you are. And because of who you are, I'm going to put this um, building so that you can have rest. So on today, be generous to people without expectation and watch God bless your life. 
Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you and bless you. We honor you, God, simply for who you are. God, we take this word not only for a moment, but God, we take this word and walk out with it. That God, we would be generous to more than we've ever been, expecting nothing but receiving everything in advance. So God, we thank you and bless you. We honor you, God, we give you glory. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 Now, now, Pastor, that was a good word. And, and I'm trying to peruse my thoughts and, and memory. Didn't that same child die? Exactly. Later? He died. But watch the text. She grabs the donkey. She goes to the man of God. And she says, did I not tell you I didn't want a child? Right. Did I not tell you don't deceive me? What she did was took her issue back to the man of God who gave her the blessing. Because I didn't ask for it. You gave it to me. And since you gave it to me, I'm going to lay it at your feet. Mm. Wow. But mm. Elijah was so detached in the moment that he sends his servant. And the servant says, Master, what you sent me to do, it did not work because the child is still dead. But what the woman of God says is, as long as you live and as long as God lives, I will not leave you until my child is healed. Give me back my blessing. It's wrong back something. Mm -hmm. Because he said that to his predecessor, Elijah, before he was taken up. And it sparked him to move to his next level. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 He had to go there and lay on the boy. And lay on him. Lay on him. That's a good word, man. Lord, give me back my blessing. Give me back my blessing. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't ask for it. That's you right. Gave it you to gave me. me this. And I believe that's what we're in now. I mean, it's so fitting, the word that you gave, mm-hmm. the revelation that you received, and the moment that we're in. Right now. Because we were given a blessing that seemed to have died, mm-hmm. but we laid it at God's feet. Absolutely. Huh? Yeah. And Say now that. look at us podcast show number two okay won't he do it won't he do it i'm telling you last week we touched on it you know two days two days a monday and a tuesday we Mm -hmm. were excited the Mm -hmm. community was geeked and then all of a sudden god took it away and and i say god took it away because i don't believe that the people Mm -hmm. that i work for took it away i believe god took it away because there was something else that he wanted us to do. Isn't it exciting to know mm. that um, when we look at the situation, we think that God is hindering us or hurting us, but really is blessing us. Come on, but we can't see it in the moment. Come on. I was just talking with Yolanda uh, uh, before the show started. You know, God's not trying to make you happy. Nope. <laughs> God's trying to make you holy. Mm. And sometimes that requires a valley moment. Yeah. Sometimes you got to go low to get up. Mm. Can you dig it? <laughs> I'm still a comedian. We just getting there now. Okay. We just talking what we talking about. But it's it's true. Sometimes he has to take some things away from you. Right. And you know what the good news about God, when he does begin to take things away from you, he will declutter your life mm. so that you can think and that you can rely on him. Because, you know, we have a tendency when things happen in our lives, we pick up the phone and we call our friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we call the man of God and, oh, Pastor, look, why did we? Would God do this to me mm-hmm. and you know what and you notice I didn't do any of that you know because I just sat there because I, I I smiled and I was like I wasn't even concerned about the fact I didn't have a job I was concerned wow we just started this morning <laughs> so I gotta call my boys I gotta call my boys and tell them guys it's not happening tomorrow and the community and everybody's reaching out and that was really my concern I said Lord what, are, what am I gonna tell the people that were listening what am I gonna tell the people that was texting and what am I gonna tell these guys 
guys that, you know, they decided to wake up early in the morning and be a part of this blessing to the community. And it's no more. But he said, just stand still. You call them and they're going to understand. And the first thing, I know there's a blessing on the way. I realized it didn't take a radio station, call letters or anything to stop what God has already created. Mm -hmm. This is his blessing. (laughs) This is his blessing. So, you know, our show today is about that reboot. Wow. That reboot. How do you look at all these things that has happened or the losses that we've been through? We talked about that in episode one, all the losses, whether it's death or relationships or whatever has happened. But yet still, you have to pick your life up and move forward. You know, I could have sat back and really been like down. I could have said, I can't believe they did that. But I just sat there. I said, God, you got a plan. So I'm just going to stand still and wait on your plan. And believe me, I'm gonna tell you something. People have hit me up all over this country. You need to do a podcast. You wanna do a podcast with me? Everybody was asking me to do podcasts and I was like, I'll get back to you, I'll give you a call. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of my, my friends and folks that have called me about it probably felt I was disinterested in working with them, but it wasn't that. It's like I had to wait till God tell me mm-hmm. in what direction to move. And I'm like, you know what? We already started it. Mm-hmm. We started something at the radio station. Let's parlay that into the podcast that we were supposed to do because we were going to do a podcast anyway. Right. But we just had to put our brakes on for a second and reboot this thing. Yeah. And here we go. Here's the yeah. reboot. Yeah, we and didn't bury the baby. No, we did not bury we the baby. We put it right back in God's feet. Huh? <laughs> okay. It's like, here you go. What do you want us to tell the folks? How do you want us to help people reboot their lives? But isn't it amazing that God's reboot is only to get you recharged? Mm. Boom. Say it again, Pastor. God's reboot is only to get you recharged because Mm. we go through seasons where we're stressed, we're tired, we're frustrated um, by what we have going on. And then all of a sudden, God puts a halt. But the halt is only to get you rested for what he got for you. Wow. Yeah. He said he maketh you lie down. Okay. <laughs> he leads you <laughs> beside the still yeah. water. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, Marco and I just talked about that before you got here. And uh, it was interesting because I said, I needed the rest. Yeah. I needed rest. I needed this. Mm. I needed this more than I even realized I needed this. And I remember the next day when I woke up. And I was laying in the bed and I was like, you know what? You don't gotta go nowhere. <laughs> you ain't really gotta go yeah, nowhere. Yeah. You let me put the television on and watch Good Morning America. I'm not running around. Wow. I'm chilling right now. Make me a cup of tea. Let me wow. sit back and watch Good Morning America. Mm. And until you decide in what direction you want me to go. Normally, I would have like, oh my God, I got to pack up again. I got to move to this place. I got to start all over again. He told me no. He said, stand still. Stand still and it will all work itself out. You just got to trust me. And that's a reboot for me. Yeah. That's new for me. That trusting part. That trust. <laughs> oh, wait. I, I, I needed a job. I'm glad to be here with y'all, man. <laughs> I need some work. Okay. The thing that was making me mad was on the radio station, they were still playing the commercial. <laughs> so people coming to me like, I'm hearing the commercial, but I ain't hearing y'all, you know? Uh, I, so, know, you know I know. I know. It's kind of frustrating, man. So I'm, back. I'm glad to be back in the saddle. Maybe that was God's plan. Maybe that was God's plan. Because they people would keep hearing and yeah. keep hearing and be anticipating on what God was doing. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Because you know, let me tell you something. 
people were coming to me too. I mean, they were stopping me at church and they were saying stuff like, well, why do I hear the fact that you, you know, you're going to be on in the morning? What's the deal? And then I don't hear you. And I'm like, you know, they rushed us out so fast. They didn't even have time to fix it, but that's not my problem anymore. I'm going to leave that with them. And I'm like, and I kind of laughed about it. I'm like, okay. And that went on for a while. I think like for a good month, month and a half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I kept saying that I was coming, I'll be on in the morning. God was still promoting. He was still promoting. While we <laughs> for the free. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are, you know, for the free. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And I think, and I have no, no, no. Let me tell you something. That was the best experience of my life. Wow. Working for the company and doing the things that God allowed me to do. God stretched me in ways that I hadn't even anticipated. He's still stretching. Oh, yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. So I thank God for every moment I was at at the radio station there. And uh, I do. I thank him. I'm, and this is not, you know, kissing butt. This is for real. It stretched me. It allowed me to learn things and do things that I didn't even think I could do, especially in a small town. You learned you. I learned me. And I learned why I love doing what I do, mm. even more so. And, you know, when I first started out in radio a long time ago, 30-something years ago, it was about the hype going to the bigger market and, oh, yeah, that's a radio personality. When I got here, it had nothing to do with that anymore. It was about how can I use my voice in this radio station to help somebody wow. that may need some type of information that I can get to them, that can help them. And that's what God gave me. That was his gift to me. Mm. He gave me a voice. So how do I continue to use the voice? But I I didn't know, Mm. so I needed the reboot. You know what, I often say that most people master their gift, but don't master their purpose. We'll practice our gift, but never seek out what our true purpose is. And I believe that you have figured out what your purpose is Mm -hmm. and didn't master the gift. Absolutely. You accepted the gift, tuned the gift but you mastered your purpose yes and now you're walking in it because most people master if i'm a singer i'm gonna master singing Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do whatever i gotta do to sing if i play football i'm gonna do all of that but football ain't the purpose right singing ain't the purpose and most of the time we don't figure out what our purpose is because we're too busy mastering a gift Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean i was honing that thing I was like, yeah, I'm going to learn this and I'm going to learn that. But all the while, my purpose was to use my voice to help people go to the next level. Mm. Now, how did you figure that out? How did you figure out what your purpose was? Coming here, coming to Brunswick, Georgia, because starting out in the business when I did, I never even knew a market this size existed. I was always top 50 in all, you know, top 10 markets. I know. Yeah, I was a major market personality. And then when I came here, yeah, I was top 10, really. In the world. Okay. Yeah, I was up there. And when I came here, I was like, I realized when I walked into certain places and if I was in a grocery store, or a store and a, a lady would introduce me to their daughter and they were like who is that you know who that is and the that's Yolanda Neely and the look on their faces were like the fact that I can a little little black girl especially you can do this you have this you have dreams you have desires you have hopes and that's what 
it kind of brought me here. I mean, it brought me back to grassroots radio because a friend of mine told me a long time ago, you started in big market, so we were not as touchable. We were there, you know, but we had the promotions department. We had the, everybody did things for, drove us to the remotes when I started out, whatever, but here was grassroots. I remember the first time I had to do a remote and I'm like, well, who's going out with me? <laughs> they, they looked at me. You, yeah, you, me? Oh, well, how am I going to put everything together? Well, like, you better get trained. I'm like, oh, I got to do it myself? My bad. Or if I had to cut a commercial, all I had to do was just go in the room and just voice it. They do the rest. Wow. No, you got to voice it and put it together. You got to come up with the jingle and all? Yeah, I had to do all of that. Like, see, like I said... <laughs> I, I, I was stretched. Wow. Yeah. God taught me how to do things that I didn't have to do before. Well, well let me ask you this, because mm -hmm. we're talking about, um, uh, I don't, I don't want to say starting over, because mm -hmm. I'd rather say starting anew. Right. Because you can't go back. Right. But you can't go forward. You even turn on a different street. So for this, this is not necessarily a starting over, but a moving forward. Mm -hmm. I mean, how, how did you embrace that? Like... How do you embrace, okay, this is gone, now this is the new? I mean, was it is it fearful? Are you are you grasping it like, you know, with both hands? I mean, what's your emotional state with it all? You know? I think the difference with, with me right now at this stage of my life is the fact that I am a true believer in mm. God. Come on. I wasn't I wasn't there on my spiritual walk when it has happened. A few times before because this is the nature of the business yeah. you move forward and you have to go to either a bigger market or whatever you do but this was the first time where I, you know my pastor always says um he never felt the weight of his responsibility and because you know he's a tither he's a sower and he's and i believe that when god brought me here there was in fact when i first got here i remember driving here and i was like laughing when i took the exit and i was like God, for real, this is like, this is so not me. This is like a little country town. Look what at all these trees. Oh, no. I was like, you know, I'm a New York City girl. But that was what the that was what was exciting about it because I had never done it. Right. I had never done anything like this. And I was like, wow, what am I going to do? And even when I got here, people would come up to me like, you're the voice. I'm like, okay, <laughs> is that good or bad? You're the voice. And I'm like, okay. And it... I guess, like I said, because of my spiritual walk at this point, I was, I embraced it. I really embraced this it because I already knew last year that God had more for me. Mm. I didn't know what it was. I knew for a while that God, even my mom, before she passed, she said to me, she said, baby, you got more. Mm. There's more in you. And you're not, you're not giving it all you got because wow. I've seen you. And I know what you're capable of, and you're holding back. And I, and I did. I held back because, you. and I say that in a sense that I didn't hold back as far as my work responsibilities and the things that I had to do for the community. But I knew. I didn't know how to go about getting right. what I wanted that was going to make me feel whole right. and make me feel like, okay, I'm doing this, and this is what I want. But now, it's like... I'm excited about what God has for me. And that's like crazy because it is a change me. It's a whole change mindset. And that's where it had to begin. It began in my mind. And I mean, being fed the word and reading the word and it's all in the word. 
So I, I think that's what really did it for me this time. Then you had to walk in a season where you lived out the word mm -hmm. by walking in faith, mm -hmm. trusting him. And this time when he said, stand still, you had to really stand still. Stand still. <laughs> and trust him in faith. And exactly. I mean, because not only me, there's about a thousand other people mm. who got let go the same day. Mm-hmm. And I'm blessed, yeah. you know, I'm blessed. And I know a lot of these folks woke up too, like, okay, how do I pay my mortgage right. today? How do I do this today? You know, I, I'm okay. I, I trust God. I know he has a plan because he doesn't make no mistakes. And that's the difference now because now I know it. I'm not, I'm not just saying the words, hmm. I'm believing the words. And that's the difference. Right. It's Can we get a hallelujah right there? Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Because most people never experienced that. I mean, mm -hmm. there are a lot of people that will talk, mm -hmm. but never walk in it. And then it's till the, you know, that person experienced that moment mm -hmm. that they really understand. You can't tell me what I've been through unless you've been through it. Right. And so if you're looking from the outside, uh, you can tell me to trust God all day. But it is till you went through it. Mm -hmm. Then you can tell me, look, I had to trust God and so can you. Right. And most people just encourage you by what they see, not experience. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Sister Sue over there, she when she lost her job, yeah. guess what? A year later, God mm. blessed her with this new job. But what happened during that right year? Here. How was Sister Sue right. handling that situation? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Was Sister Sue okay? Yeah, well, you know, because people don't know that part. I remember when I when I first got let go, because again I had to make the announcement. And people were hitting me up and, are you okay? That was I the mean, part I was crying. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, are you okay? I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I'm okay. And when people were like. They sadder than you. I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to tell you, but you're like, okay, well, what's wrong with her? And because. I just, ha I know it had to be good because I know God. Mm. I know him. I know, I've never known him like I know him now. So I know it has to be, I, I have to live by his word. And he doesn't make mistakes. No. You know, I pray every day for the vision. I fast and I pray for the vision of where he wants me to go. And I'm walking in it. In the meantime, I get up when I want to and go do my little routine. Amen. <laughs> so is, is, is purpose the walking in following God or is it the act of? Because the reason I say is I, I trust and believe in God and I put my hands in a bunch of different pots. Mm -hmm. But I still wrestle with what's the ultimate purpose. Like I understand inside of a season, uh, even for this, this is purposeful. Mm -hmm. But the full purpose, I still don't feel like I'm in it or I'm there. Mm -hmm. um, and, and to even know. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, I, I, I put my hands in a couple of different things and not brag or boast, but most times I'm successful if I try something. Mm -hmm. So I always think there has to be more. There has to be more. There has to be something that you're called to, but I still don't know exactly what it is. And from that point, I would say that you're always walking in purpose. Every every step that you made or everything that you've put your hand to and succeeded in is just a stop while you're walking in purpose. The ultimate goal is to get to destiny. Amen. You're always walking. You're, you're, it's a continuation. So if you're successful in one thing, you don't stop. You just keep going to the next. It's so purpose is continuance. Mm -hmm. And most people will never get to that because they never start. Mm. And you see a lot of people that will talk but never move. So they're never in movement. It's just a repetitional cycle that just keeps going. But when you said that statement that I've made, I've, I've, I was successful in different stuff, it's part of your purpose. Who did you touch? What did I do when I got to that moment? And I keep going. You didn't stop. 
and most people would stop because they think they've arrived. True. So will you not know destiny until you took your last breath? I mean, how do you know when you've achieved destiny? It's not the money in the bank. It's not, you know, the stuff. So what is what is destiny? What is the is it just a feeling of contentment? You know, what is it? And, and you know, I don't think it's I don't think it's contentment. I think it I think it is a point where you understand or trust God that you're right where he wants you to be. A feel a fulfilling Absolutely. Uh, moment that you know this is right where I need to be. I think it's more like let's say you're delivered from something. Let's say you're delivered from cigarette smoke smoking and I remember smoking for years in 2001 that was my last time smoking a cigarette I put that puppy down and I've never smoked a cigarette mm. since I've never even had a desire to smoke a cigarette and when I'm around people who do smoke I get nauseous because that smell right and it's crazy because I felt like God delivered me so I think in terms of as far as I'm concerned opportunities have come my way you know, since I've been here, great opportunities, considerations to move forward and move here. Number one, I wasn't going to leave my mom and I wasn't going to drag her around anymore. I knew that was a wrap. Right. I, I was not going to do that. I, once I landed here, I said, until she takes her last last breath, I'm not moving. I'm, I'm not going to do that to her. So she's gone on to be with the Lord. But number two, even after that, you know, I said, well, now, you know, people ask me, so you ready to go? Do we need to bring the Allied truck? You ready to pack up? But I'm like, I'm not feeling it. Something's a conviction inside yeah. of me that says God has more yeah. for you there. <laughs> and I've even had family members who felt I have failed in my radio industry because I ended up right here in Brunswick, Georgia. And I'm like, you don't even get it. And mm. I can't even explain it to you because you have to be on my walk. Right. And because you don't understand my walk, it's not about Brunswick. It's not about the size of the market. It's about what God has me to do. And it's so much bigger because while I was here, I was all over the country <laughs> in Brunswick. <laughs> People were calling me up from different markets. You know, I heard you. I was in Birmingham. Oh, I heard you in New Orleans. Oh, I heard you. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That experience, being here, the experience working for iHeart was one of the best experiences of my life because it opened me up for new things that I hadn't even done before. Even when I was in the big markets, when I was wow. in the market, you know, Miami, I wasn't all over the country when I was in Miami. But when I was in Brunswick, Georgia, I was all over the country. Wow. And I'm not one to talk about what I was because I know there's more ahead of where I'm going. Mm. Say that again. There's more ahead of where I am going. I'm going. You going? I'm riding. You ride with me? <laughs> I'm going to be on your coattail. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited about my future. I think God just, it's just endless possibility. As far as what it is, I really don't know. <laughs> That's the great part That's about a, it. But I'm excited about it. Because if you knew all the details, you wouldn't pursue it. <laughs> now, uh, not only that, would I be this excited? Mm. Because I'll probably be in my own way. Yeah. I'll probably figure out a way I can do it better. <laughs> Well, nah, God. Go step out. Yeah. Go around it. Go around it instead of doing what God is telling me to do. You know, because that's we have a tendency of that. And even pursuing your purpose, there's a lot of people that may start and they stop because they don't see anything happening right in the beginning. And that's you know? what you see with a whole bunch of people. They that's stop. why they never fulfill their purpose or never start because they always stop. Always got a detour. Always got an excuse mm -hmm. as to why they can't get started. Oof. And normally it's the distractions in your own life. Mm. 
Say that again, please. Distractions in your own life. You know, you could be on that road, man, that pretty girl comes across, and all of a sudden, your mind is like, whoa, over there. Mm -hmm. Or that fine brother comes up and got the muscles, he's looking good, and you're like, okay, what was I supposed to be doing over here? No, I'm going to start hanging out with this brother. So I'm going to stop going to church on Sunday because I'm busy for the weekend because we're going away for the Mm -hmm. weekend. We're doing this for the weekend. And you, you gradually take yourself out of the Word of God. You gradually take yourself out of where you belong where you're getting fed where you're being nourished we let we let so many other obstacles and so many other distractions to take us away from where our purpose should be or Mm. how we should and the only way you're going to really know that is by the word of god God, exactly i was following him i was listening to an interview with um felicia rashad and they asked her you know what are the biggest mistakes that you think you've made in your career and she said the biggest mistakes was the stuff that i did Mm the stuff that I made, the, the obstacles that I put in my in my way. Those were the mistakes that I made. And I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. We do. We put obstacles in our way, our own. You look at your life and you say, wow, you know, God, I could have. Yeah, you could have. But you got distracted. Yeah. You got distracted. And once you get dis- distracted, it's hard to get yourself back on track to where you need to be. But you can still do it. But you can still do it. That's the good news. That is the best news because as long as you got breath in your body. It ain't over. It ain't over. You could be 90 years old. I thought you was going to (laughs) say. I was 15. (laughs) But it's true. As long as you're, you know, you got that breath and you can breathe and you can walk and you can talk. Please get up and do it again. You on this side of the dirt. Mm -hmm. You still got some more time. You got some time. So you dig it. And that's what I like about um, um, when we bring up this word reboot. Hollywood has figured it out that they can cancel a show and it be canceled for three to five years. Mm-hmm. But when they reboot it and bring it back, it's like it never left. <laughs> hey, they don't end an episode. They start off like they just yeah. were there, right there in that moment. And they can even kill off the star mm. and still continue. And still continue. Roseanne. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we're gonna take off the name Roseanne and call it the Connors. The Connors. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And the show is still doing well. Wow. They couldn't it's, get Roseanne check right, so they just... Exactly. And see that's what people gotta understand. It's not about you. Yeah. It's not about you because she was a huge star. Mm. She said the wrong things yeah. and that was it. Yeah, but it ain't gonna be the same without Roseanne. I mean I ain't watch that show. The checks the same. Yeah. <laughs> they working ain't Okay, it, they're working, the crew is working, everybody's working. Yeah. So, you know, they ain't really missing her. Yeah. We may miss her. And now, one thing about the bigger markets, I did miss, you know, I did hang out with a lot of famous people and stuff like that. But when I got down here, it was like, it was okay. I met real famous people. What you mean? Me and LaDonna ain't famous? That's what I'm saying. I met real famous. <laughs> oh, oh. That's what I'm saying. I met real famous people. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I met real famous people. I met fa- people who were real. I met real folk. And w- what a difference. What a difference. And to be here and to... Uh, you know, to have God just continue to bless me like that. So uh, I'm cool. I'm on a reboot right now. Mm, yeah. I'm that should a... be a shirt. Boom. Okay. Marketing and all. We got a marketing team, y'all. Okay. <laughs> it's the reboot. <laughs> the reboot. <laughs> the reboot. Get your shirt. You can log on to www.yolandanilly.com. Coming soon. Product. Okay. <laughs> so, Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't he do it? So any last words, uh, Marco? Man, I'm just glad to be here, y'all. I mean, this was a very powerful show. I'm glad to be with y'all. You know, just we're going to keep this thing rolling. Okay. Yeah. Pastor? I'm excited. I'm excited. Go out and be a blessing to somebody on this week. That's right. That generous, have that generous spirit. Mm -hmm. That was a blessing right there. 
Well, I appreciate it. We're looking forward to episode three. We are enjoying this. Mm-hmm. It's the Yolanda Neely Show podcast. Again, you can reach out to us at the Yolanda Neely Show at gmail.com. If you uh, have any topics you want to hear about, if you have any questions, we got the pastor and we got Marco. Polo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>